Hi, my name is Mary McNeil. I'm the director for the Jersey Shore Dream Center, the way that Shore Christian Church does outreach. We're glad that you're here. We hope that you enjoy this sermon from our new series, Psalm 23. For more sermons like this, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks. The scripture I want to read to you guys is written by a guy who was, he was just kind of like us. His name was David, and he had a lot of issues in his life, and he writes this beautiful psalm, Psalm 23. We hear it in funerals. We hear it in, in poems. I mean, even people who don't believe in God, this is, this is something that they, they quote and read all the time. And, and David wrote it when he was at a really low place in his life at a very dark time, a lonely time in his life. And, and this is the revelation that God gave him. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Right there, that's a reason to shout right there. Because when, when the Lord is your shepherd, you lack nothing. And he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still and quiet waters that refresh my soul. He guides me along paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even when I walk through the darkest of valleys, see, we all, we, we all have valleys, but we don't camp there. We don't make friends there. We don't stay there. We go through the valleys. We go through them. That weeping may endure for a night, but the Bible says joy comes in the morning, that there's joy on the other side of your valley. And the darker the valley, the greater the joy on the other side. The, the harder the fight, the greater the victory. And even though I walk through the darkest of valleys, I will fear no evil because I'm such a great person and because I got money and I got friends and I got success. No, I will fear no evil because you are with me, God. You are with me and your rod and your staff, they comfort me. They protect me. They keep me in line when I begin to stray. And you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. I want you to know that, that your cup overflows with love and mercy this morning. That he doesn't give you just enough. He overflows your life with it. And surely goodness and love and mercy and peace and kindness will follow me all of the days of my life. And because of that, that's why I come to church. That's why I worship God. That's why I'm here this morning. Not in order to get love and mercy and grace, but because of what God has already given me out of the abundance of my heart comes praise and admiration. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Give the Lord a hand clap for his word this morning. Uh, happy uh, a Veterans Day. And, and I have a, a special gift uh, for all of you, and if you're able to, just remain standing right now. My, my grandfather's never been to the church since I became the pastor here. Never heard me preach here before, and I'm so honored to have my pop-up here this morning. He's the one that got it all started in the Friedel household. He was the first pastor in the Friedel line, and he, he's not just a pastor, but he's also a World War II veteran. And I feel like it's so fitting that on Veterans Day, we have one of the few World War II veterans here to pray over this church 
if you give him a warm welcome, uh, my pop-up, George Friedel, if you come up here. Amen. Pop up if you just bless us in prayer this morning. Okay. How y'all doing? Do you, do you all love the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, with all your heart, soul, mind, and body? All right. All right now. The Lord's looking at you every day. You don't want to just play church on Sunday. You want to pay it. You want to serve God every day of the week. That's it. Yeah. Then you're on the right track. Yeah, that's right. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life, and no man can come to the Father but by me. So he's the only way. And, he, and then God said, this is my beloved son who am well pleased. Hear ye him. What we want to listen at is our pastor here. He, he proclaims the gospel of Jesus Christ. And because of that, you people are well taken care of spiritually. Yeah. Bless the leadership here. Bless all you leaders. And uh, help. Huh? Let's pray. Huh? Are you, are you praying? We're going to pray. All right. We ask right now in Jesus' name, God, that you bless this church. You bless these thy people. We'll give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. May this church march, march on, be a shining light in New Jersey. We'll give you the praise and the glory. Bless each and every one. And may we always say, Jesus is the way. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pop Pop. All right, you guys may be seated this morning. Amen. Thank you, worship team. Thank you. All right. Dean, if you could bring that pulpit out for me. All right. Welcome to Shore Christian Church. I'm Pastor Isaac. If uh, this is your first time here, we're so thankful that you chose this Sunday to come. And uh, not only did we want to honor my pop-up on this Veterans Day, but we want to honor all of the veterans of this amazing country, all of the veterans that are here this morning. If you just give them one more round of applause and admiration. Amen. Psalm 23. That's a new series we're kicking off, and this morning's sermon I want to title, You Need a Shepherd. Whether you like it or not, you need a shepherd. A lot of times we don't like the truth, but whether you like it or not, the truth is still the truth. Whether you want to hear it or not, just because you don't like something doesn't change it. Uh, my, my son uh, Judah growing up, we were going through some family pictures. I was on the plane on Spirit Airlines. Um, Spirit Airlines still stuck back in 1975 with like the old manuals, like flipping through them. No televisions on there, no internet. You got to pay 15 bucks for a box of peanuts. Uh, it, it was uh, not, not the greatest experience of my life, not going to lie, but it did give me a chance to go through my cell phone pictures and start deleting them. Anyone ever have time to do that, right? Because they're just like, they add up. And so I'm going through them, and I'm there with Diamond working at our kids. And we notice in all of the pictures, Judah growing up, he never had pants on. Like literally, like every single picture. And, and the first thing he would do, I remember the first day he would come home from school, he'd walk in the door. First thing he would do was he'd take off his pants. First thing he would do, walk in the door. And, and we go to him, Judah, what, like what's up with the pants? He's like, they're uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm sorry, Judah, whether you like it or not, you've got to wear pants, boy. You know, you're a reflection. You got to go to church. You got to wear pants. You wear pants when you come into Shore Christian Church. We may be a little, you know, liberal in some areas, but we haven't gone there yet. Thanks be to God. <laughs> may have holes in our pants, but we're still wearing them. Amen. 
you know, like whether you like it or not, there are some things that you got to abide by if you want to follow the shepherd. And in, in the Bible, it, it says that we have a good shepherd. It says that, that God is our shepherd. And in the book of, of John, it says, as Jesus spoke, I am the good shepherd. You need a shepherd. Uh, and if, if he's the shepherd, what, what does that make, make you guys? I hate that. Sheep. Like why, like, why do I have to be a sheep? Like, why can't I be like a gorilla or something? Like, you know, like a bobcat or like a cougar or something. No, no, not, not cats because God didn't make cats. The devil did. Um, sorry to all my cat people, but, you know, I'm allergic. I mean, all like, like a sheep, if, if a sheep gets in a fight, has no fangs, has no horns, only thing a sheep could do is just buy you to death. That's it because... That's what we are. We are sheep. Interesting things about sheep. I could preach a whole sermon on this, but I'm not. Uh, sheep, number, number one, they can't go backwards. Can't go in reverse. That'll preach, won't it? That'll preach. Can't go backwards. Some of you have been going backwards way too long. Uh, you need to get the right shepherd. Uh, number two, sheep can't carry burdens. That's crazy. Sheep can't survive on their own. And the fourth point that I'm going to preach off of this morning is sheep need a shepherd. Whether you like it or not, you are created to need a shepherd. You are created to need a, a saving God to guide you every step of the way, whether you like it or not. Lily, this past uh, weekend, when we found out that we were having a boy, Lily wanted a girl. And, and Lily always gets everything that she wants, every single time. And when we were finished and we got the results, it's a boy, Dewey Jensen Friedel. Uh, Lily was, was frustrated. She was angry. And she says, no, it's not. It's going to be a girl. It's going to be a girl. They're wrong, Daddy. I'm like, no, 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 no. They're not wrong. Whether you like it or not, Lily, you're going to have a brother. And there are some things in your life, whether you like it or not, God is for you. Whether you like it or not, God's love is chasing after you. Whether you like it or not, he is a good God. He is a good father who has a perfect plan for your life, even though you've tried to screw it up a lot on the way. Whether you like it or not, it is not over yet. And you need a shepherd this morning. Sheep are the only animals that cannot survive without a shepherd. And that's why so many of us, we have a difficult time with God leading us. is because we, a lot of times, you know, uh, I saw some, some people at a Tony Robbins, you know, you know, conference the other day. And there's all these, these, these theories that be your own boss, be your own God, do it, do you. It's all about you. It's all within yourself. Everything that you need is within yourself. And yet God created us as sheep because we need a shepherd, because we are not the leader. We are the follower. And that's the reason why you look around and you see so many broken people. You see so many uh, people that have no idea what their purpose is on life is because they think that the answers are within themselves. But God created you as a sheep because you need a shepherd. And, and I thought, number one, <laughs> don't care how pretty you are. Don't care how smart you are. Don't care what degree you have. You're a sheep. And when you put lipstick on a sheep, 
you're still a sheep. So, so it, it doesn't matter how, how nice you dress yourself up with degrees, with success, with this or that. You are still a That's right. Amen. Give yourselves a round of applause. Smartest church east of the Mississippi. John 10.10 10 says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I want you to know that there is a thief coming over you and over your family to steal, kill, and destroy. That's why you can't spend your whole life getting caught up in all these frivolous arguments and frustrations of life because there's a thief coming after you. Amen. Got an amen from the 10th row, little girl. I like that. She likes this sermon already. But I have come so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. For I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. We have a good shepherd who is willing to sacrifice everything for his sheep. Number one, what does this good shepherd give us? Number one, this good shepherd gives us serenity, gives us peace. Man, so many of us, that is what we are striving in life for more than anything, is I I need peace in my soul, in my heart. And so often we think that peace equates to, to low or no problems. That is not what peace is. Peace is something that comes from your creator that can give you a sense of security in the midst of the worst seasons of your life. That's what real peace is. And real peace cannot come from this world or anything you acquire in it. Real peace can only come from the shepherd. A lot of us, we think that we could get peace from from all these, these different sources. But when was the last time you were really at peace? Is your soul at peace this morning? Is your soul at rest this morning? Because I don't think a lot of you have a peaceful soul. I think a lot of you have a stressed out soul. I think a lot of you have an anxious soul. I think a lot of you pretend to be peaceful on the outside, but on the inside, it is so turbulent within your soul. Can I have a peaceful soul? If you've taken notes, write this down. Because nothing in your life can be at peace until your soul is at peace. Sheep do not strive. What do you mean? I got to strive. I I, got to get out there and make it happen. But you're a sheep. Sheep don't strive. Sheep's comfort comes from who their shepherd is. And so many people think that if they strive hard enough, that somehow that's when peace can come into their life. But this is what striving comes from peace, not for peace. Oh, that that, that was good. Because when you have peace in your soul, then suddenly you could go after things. Then suddenly you could be able to build relationships in your life because you're not looking for them to complete you. They're not, you're not looking for them to give you peace because you've already found your peace in your shepherd, in your savior. Can you have a secure soul? Can you have serenity in your soul? Can you have peace in your soul? Because when you do, anything, any form of criticism, any hurts, any pains will not affect you the way that they normally do because you have a peaceful soul. There's this one guy... Uh, his name was, he's, he's passed away now, I'm sure he's in heaven, Booker T. Washington. 
this, this amazing um, activist. He was an African-American businessman. He founded universities. He was an incredible, incredible man. And Booker T. Washington tells his story in his autobiography of this one day uh, in the early 1900s. He was walking, uh, quote unquote, on the wrong side of, of town, the, the, the white side of town. And somebody saw him, this white lady saw him and said, uh, you need to get back and, and finish your day labor and we'll pay you at the end of the day. And Booker T. Washington just went, went right with her, started working in, in, the, in, in the laborer's field. At the end of the day, he came to get his, uh, his, his paycheck. And, and in that moment, her husband came in and said, that's Booker T. Washington, honey. What are you doing? You better go over there and apologize to him. And, and she went over and started apologizing. I can't believe I, I messed that up that bad. I'm so sorry if I had known it was you. Why didn't you tell us that, the, that this is you? Why didn't you tell us who you were? And he said, this, this is great. He said, I never pass up an opportunity to make a friend. And this family, true story, were so moved by, by this man and, and his, his humility that they donated millions of dollars to his schools and foundations because he was so secure in who he was. He had such a peaceful soul that even insults couldn't unrest him from the inside. And when you have peace in your soul, people could insult you. You could go through dark moments, but you can't steal my peace because I have a shepherd. And that's where my peace comes from. Number two, the good shepherd gives direction. Sheep cannot survive on their own. If you put a bunch of sheep in a, in a field and there's no shepherd, they'll eat all the grass in the field and uh, they'll, they'll, they'll begin eating each other's ex excrements and end up dying. Yeah, I, I got my, my sheep degree this week. I went all like, like I literally, I'm so committed to this series. I grew a beard for this series. Everything I'm wearing is made of wool. I watched Black Sheep last night, Silence of the Lambs. Like, I am fully committed to this sermon. I got my degree as a sheepologist. So, you know, what I'm telling you is for real, okay? And <laughs> I really did watch Silence of the Lambs last night. It was so creepy. Um, <laughs> where was I? Oh, my gosh. He gives you direction because you can't direct your own steps. You need someone to show you the direction to go in your life. And, and that's what our shepherd will do for you. That's what sheep need is they need direction. They need someone to be able to navigate them through life spiritually. We won't survive without a shepherd. That's what we'll do. We'll take a good thing and we'll turn it into a bad thing because we don't know how to handle it. God will give us the perfect man or the perfect wife and we won't know how to handle them because we don't have a peaceful soul. God will give us good things in life, and we take things like, like money, relationships, sex, all that, which are good things created by God, but because we don't know how to handle them, we don't have direction, we turn them into a bad thing. Sheep need direction. You need a shepherd to show you and direct you. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah that you need a shepherd because you're gonna go through stormy times, but you can walk through the rivers and they will not overtake you. You can walk through fires, but when you're with the shepherd who's directing you, they will not burn you. You could go through the darkest of valleys, but he is with me. His rod and his staff protect me. The Bible says that the righteous, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And even when you fall, the Lord upholds you with his hand. Man, I feel so bad for people who fall and they are alone and they rejected the direction of the shepherd. 
Are you following the good shepherd this morning? Even though you have success, the good shepherd will show you how to stay humble in your success. A lot of times in life, we, we go through valleys and we go through mountaintops. Anyone ever been, been broke in this church? Anyone, ever, yeah, anyone broke right now? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've, been, I've been broke. I've been broke financially. I've been broke in my soul. I've been broke in my emotions. I, I, I know what it's like to be broke. But when you follow the shepherd, you may be broke, but you'll never be poor. Because when, when you're broke, that's, that, that, that's a, a situation that could be changed. But if you're poor, that's a condition of your heart that you live with every single day of your life. So you may be broke today, but you are not poor. You may be broke today, but your brokenness will just cause the shepherd to give you a testimony through your brokenness. I may be broke, but I am not poor. Paul says in, in, in the book of, of Corinthians, he, he says that, that I may be pressed on all sides, but I am not crushed. I may be perplexed, but I am not in despair. I may be persecuted, but I am not abandoned because I have a shepherd with me through the valley of the shadow of death. He's with you in the valley. He's with you right now, whether you realize it, whether you know it or not, he's by your side. When you're crying and you're broken and you're angry, he's by your side. He'll lead you through the valley. He'll direct you if you will listen to his direction. A lot of you don't want to listen to his directions. That's why you stay in the valley. That's why you stay frustrated and angry and broken is because you're not allowing the shepherd to direct you through the valley because you'll never be able to enjoy the mountaintop unless you know what it's like to go through the valley. He's a shepherd that knows how to direct you. You are a terrible director. Men, you are horrible at direction. You need a shepherd. Number three. Who's ready for number three? In the back, you ready for number three? Are you sure? Because I don't really like number three. <laughs> a good shepherd gives correction. I hate that. I, Pastor, I thought, you know, Good shepherd, man, he comforts and he has compassion and, and his grace is all around you and he loves you with kisses and he wants to comfort you with pillows. That's, that, yeah, 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 that's, that's part of who he is. He's a comforter, but, but the good shepherd also is a corrector. And a lot of people don't want to hear this. When you correct somebody, they always say, you're a hater. I'm not a hater, I'm a helper. Just because someone is trying to correct you doesn't mean they're a hater. Just because they didn't like your idea doesn't mean they're a hater. It was probably a horrible idea. Accept it. We blame everything on the devil. Sometimes it's just God correcting us, saying, I'm shutting that door for a reason. Stop trying to keep prying it open and go find the open door. Bible says that in Christ there is an open door. And he has this, where, where's my, my staff? Um, here, here, check this out. I, I stole this from an overzealous neighbor that was already going with the nativity scene on November the 1st. <laughs> right out of Joseph's hand, they won't even know it's gone. 
Any overzealous Christmas decorators here? <laughs> and, and so this is this is the shepherd's staff, and 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 uh, this is this is one side of it, and, and this is the side that that we love because when when we stray, the the shepherd will just just hook you right in, you know, just just bring you right into his grace and and give you a big bear hug and say, I love you, Sandy. You're really messed up this week, but I'm going to hook you and bring you back in because God's grace chases after you and God's grace is compassionate and 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 that's what we love. But but there's another side to, to the staff. We don't like this side because a good shepherd if you, if you, historic, this is what good shepherds have. They have a staff that they hook the sheep in. Then they have another side that when the sheep start to stray away, they'll go after that sheep. And if they keep straying too many times, that shepherd will, will walk up to that sheep, find that sheep, and won't hook them with, with this anymore, but he'll actually crack them in the leg with the other side of the staff, sometimes so hard that it will break the lamb's leg. Like, like we, we see this, this picture, it's one of my favorite pictures, it's in my grandpa's house of, of Jesus, and, and he looks so sweet, and like he's just like amazing, so compassionate. He just broke that sheep's leg. <laughs> and, and he's, because he's a good shepherd. That's a good shepherd right there. And that sheep, they'll, they'll, because I'm a sheepologist, will never stray again after that leg heals. Because a lot of times, God's correction, God's shut doors in your life are the greatest gifts. Your unanswered prayers are the greatest gift that God has ever given you. Because some of you, if you had your prayers answered, if you look back, you could say to yourself, man, thank God he didn't give that to me. I wasn't ready for that. I would have blew that. I would have screwed that up because you weren't ready for it yet. Anyone fly recently? Yeah. Anyone ever get delayed on the, on the landing path? Anyone get frustrated? Like, like, we're circling again? And we get angry at Spirit Airlines? What's the matter with this guy? What, is he having another, like, like meal in there? Steak dinner? Like, circling around? We should be thanking him, BT-Dub. Because the reason why they're circling around the runway because it ain't safe. Ain't safe, bad grammar. That's okay, mom, sorry. Because it's not safe for the plane to land yet. And this, a good shepherd will do the same thing for you because he knows it's not safe for you to land yet. You're not ready for that yet. So he'll correct you. He'll direct you because he's a good God. And so many people, we don't want this. So many people I meet with, I want to invest time into people that are teachable. Most people don't want to be teachable. They just want a pastor to be agreeable. If that's what you want, you came to the wrong church. I, I'm a pastor that is going to tell you the truth even when it hurts, even when you don't want to hear it, because that's what you need. You don't need people to be agreeable all the time. You need to be fat. Say, I want to get fat. I want, a, I want a fat church. I want the fattest church in the Jersey Shore, baby. Fat. Faithful, available, and teachable. 
I'm telling you, if we could be a fat church that is faithful, available, and teachable, I'm telling you, no devil in hell can stop what God's going to do through Shore Christian Church. But you got to gain some weight. Some of you are too skinny. Some of you are too unfaithful. You're, you're too uh, defensive all the time, and you're never available. You're emaciated. You need to eat a Krispy Kreme donut. You need to get fat this morning off God's word, getting in you and become teachable again in your life. Be teachable. Be available. Be faithful. He is a corrector. Your oversensitivity will lead to spiritual inactivity. If you are so overly sensitive, and so many things always offend you about other people that don't see eye to eye with you on everything. That is such a lonely life when you can only be around people who see the world exactly the same way that you see it. You are going to be so alone and you're never going to learn anything. You need to say, you know what, God? Give me some tough skin. Give me some thick skin that I could get offended and stand strong. I could get offended and still be able to hear the voice of the shepherd speaking to me even through that offense. Because this is what will happen. Your limp will be your greatest light. Oh, that, was, that was good. That was so, uh, your, your limp is the greatest light that you could share with people. That those moments that God had to correct you that God allowed you to go through something because of your stupidity, because you were out of line, because you were so full of pride and your ego, and you ended up now having a limp because God had to, you know, you know, he's a good shepherd, and now you got a limp, but your limp is the greatest light that you could share to the next generation because he can work all things out for his good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Finally, number four, Number one, the good shepherd gives serenity. Number two, the good shepherd gives direction. Number three, the good shepherd gives correction. And then number four, my favorite, the good shepherd gives protection. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff protect me. He is a protector. When you have the good shepherd in your life, you are under the protection of that shepherd. And some of us, we haven't even thanked God for all the things that he has protected us from. Moments that we didn't even know God was behind the scenes protecting us and holding off devils and holding off situations that could have devoured us and he protected us. I, I, sheep, what they'll do, they'll put oil on a sheep's face. That's what the, uh, the shepherd will do. The shepherd will come and he'll put oil all on the sheep's face. And the sheep won't even know why the good shepherd is putting oil on, 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 his, sheep, on his face. It, this is why. is so flies won't get in the sheep's nose. And the, the flies will stay away from the sheep's face. Because if you don't put the oil on the sheep's face, then flies will literally fly into the sheep's 
nose lay eggs, and then you'll see a, a sheep just banging his head on a rock be, trying to get the, the, the flies out of its head. And, and that kind of seems like a, a lot of what we're going through in, in America. We're just banging our heads in rocks because we're out from under the protection of the good shepherd because we want to do it our own way. That's all you're going to be doing. If you want to try and figure this out on your own, direct yourself, you're just going to be banging your head on a rock trying to figure things out the rest of your life. But when you can begin to follow the good shepherd, because you know what? I don't have to understand everything to obey immediately. And some of you, that's your greatest struggle. And you're going to be banging your head on that same rock until you finally just say, you know what? I don't have to understand everything in order to obey the shepherd immediately. I'm going to follow you. And in that moment, he will anoint your head with oil and begin protecting you from things you didn't even know were after you. I mean, anyone you ever look back and say, man, look, look, when I was 25 years old, what the shepherd was protecting me of. When I was 30 years old, I could have been dead. I could have been broken, but he protected me every single step of the way because our shepherd is a protector. Can we live with more faith than fear? Man, every, you turn on the TV, you know what they want you to do? They want you to live in fear. That is, that is, that is the whole media, you know, demonic thing. And we, we get caught up in it too as Christians. The fear of God is coming after you. Repent! But the Bible says it's the goodness of God that leads me to salvation. I, can, can we be full of faith and not full of fear? I was with Diamond last night and I was going over the sermon with her. And I was trying to think of a moment when God really protected me and uh, I, this, this moment came to mind, and th- those times are so good to reflect back on how far God's brought you. So good. And I remember it was about 10 years ago, we had just started our ministry in Asbury Park, and uh, there were, had been some shootings over on the west side of Asbury Park, and we were in the, the village, and we would go there every week, and we'd, we still do this, uh, deliver groceries and feed everyone in that community. And I remember I had a couple guys uh, that I just met in Asbury in the car with me, and uh, somebody flags me over. Um, and, and was, was giving me this, this whole sob story about how they needed a ride to the, the train station and, and, and they had AIDS and they couldn't walk there and, and here's my, my hospital bracelet and, and I, I was real new and, 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 but I just got this check in my spirit like, like you know, no, 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 you don't, this person doesn't need a ride, they're trying to play you. And, and I, I graciously told him no, I rolled up the window and I drove off. And then one of the dudes in the back has this face like, like, like he was a ghost, like a ghost just, I, I said, what, what's going on? He said, Dude, that guy had a gun right in his waistband. And then the other guy didn't see it. And, and the other guy was like one of those kind of like half crazy guys. He, he, I love him, like a little crazy. And he goes, you know why? Because he's a preacher. He's protected by the grace of God. That guy can't touch him. And, and I thought, you know what? It's not because I'm a preacher. It's because I'm a child of God. And he'll protect you the same way when you come underneath his covering, listen to his direction, obey his correction. He'll provide his protection for you in every season of your life. Things that might have overtaken you and destroyed you cannot come near you because the Bible says he is my rock, he is my refuge, he is a strong tower in my moment of need. If somebody's been delivered and protected of something, just clap your hands right now. Stand to your feet if you could as we finish this worship experience, because God protected me when I couldn't protect myself.
He protected you whether you realize it or not. It's a story of, of this drama school student in New York, and he had so much anxiety of public speaking. Can anyone relate to that? Like, like, like he would stutter. He, he literally could not get through it. And the, the person who was teaching this class uh, took out Psalm 23 and said, I'm going to have somebody read this. And he pointed out the, the boy that couldn't read, had a stutter, and he, he had so much anxiety. And, and they made the, the, the boy come up there, and he starts to read Psalm 23. And, you know, he's like shaking horribly through it. And, and he's stuttering, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And gets to the end. You know, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever, shaking, sweating. And, and he shuts it. And, and because the class knew that this kid was, was not good at public speaking, this was his weakness. And, and the whole class, like, got up and, and gave him a round of applause and encouraged him. And then the teacher ran up uh, and, and he, he said, I know the psalm, but this kid knows the shepherd. Some of you, you know the songs, you know the Psalms, you know all the Bible, but do you know the shepherd? Let's pray right now. Father, we thank you for your presence right now. We thank you that you have been with us through every valley that we have walked through. That when we put our faith in the shepherd, that goodness and mercy will follow us all of the days of our life. Father, we receive that this morning. We receive your presence this morning. We receive your correction this morning. And we will follow you all of the days. Amen. Let's just bow our heads right now. If you're in here this morning and you, you say, I, I know the, the, the songs, but I want to know the shepherd. That you've lost the direction of the shepherd. You've never had a relationship with the good shepherd before. He, he wants to take that hook and he wants, wants to bring you back into his fold this morning. That's you in here this morning and you say, God, I've, I've strayed. I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I've never had a relationship with this God that you're preaching about, Pastor. I, I, I've never had a relationship with a good, good shepherd. Do you want to make that decision this morning on the count of three? I just want you to lift up your hand. One, two, three. Lift them up right now. Amen. Amen. Let's just repeat this prayer together right now. Dear Jesus, we thank you for your love and mercy, for your peace and kindness that sent a son to die on a cross so that I may be saved. This morning, I put my hand in yours, and I'm going to follow the shepherd. I'm going to leave my past behind. I'm going to follow this shepherd all the days of my life. Thank you for your forgiveness, and I will live for you 
all the days of my life. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a big hand clap.